Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do get do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Brandon Ream. How are you? What? How are you doing, what? Patrick? What are you doing? Sorry. You know, sometimes I like being a little weird. I've been watching a lot and- of uh, the o- the Office. Oh yeah, remember that show? And there's a great joke where uh, when the I love so, the Office. Idris Elba You're going through some of the Christmas. Oh yeah, Idris. no, no, no. I'm just I literally this is literally what happened. That was my first introduction to Idris. I was watching television, like because we have the Directv thing now. I was watching television, Comedy Central, and an episode of The Office was on. I was like, oh, watch this, and I loved the episode. And then they went to commercial, and they came back from commercial, and, and then they went to commercial again. I was like. I just fucking turn this on, and put on Netflix, and watch yep. this episode. Yeah. So in the same time, same thing happened to me on Sling. In the time it took two for two episodes on TV, I watched four episodes because I just buzzed through it so fast. Yeah. Um, but it's the Idris Elba years, and there's a bit where when Michael, it, when he's his boss, Michael is uh starts doing the like that repeater, like Idris says, he's like, "I'm glad we're on the same page," and Michael's like, "I'm glad we're on the same page," and then he keeps repeating and he won't stop, and it cuts to Pam, and she's like, "Oh no." Depending on how annoyed Michael is, depends on what old comedy routine he's doing. If he's doing the repeater, he's pretty pissed off. And then it cuts <laughs> to obviously way later, and Michael's still like, ah, you know, still just doing it. It's that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, well, great Christmas episodes. Great Christmas episodes. Great Christmas. How was your Christmas, bud? How was, was your holiday? It was merry. It was holly, merry, and jolly, and jolly. Both. Uh-huh. You got to have both. Got me a Nintendo Classic. Did you really? That's right. Oh, that's fucking great. Excited about that. You excited uh, to have you broke it out, or did you wait to get back? Oh, uh, we broke it out oh, immediately. Yeah, you've been fucking playing that thing old school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't uh, wait to take it to a uh, uh, former listener or former guest, uh, Ann Effer. Uh, can I Mike, guess? Yeah. Mike Burkadol. No, no. Bill Ancini. John Bill Ancini. Yeah, this guy. This mad scientist. Uh-oh. All right. All right. Get this. Can we start calling Bill Ancini the mad Russian? I don't know if he's Russian, but that sounds Sure. Fun. Sure. Old Sean, the, the mad Russian Bill Anyways, Ancini. Uh, he knows how to crack that sucker and throw like hundreds of games. Are you fucking serious? Uh-uh. That's I mean, great. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm serious. That's great. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So is, he... this, are we, is it illegal to talk about shit like that? What? Hypothetically. This is all legend. I don't think so. I don't know if it is All or that not. shit's old enough. Nothing. Emulating stuff? Yeah, but the Nintendo Classic came out like a month ago. <laughs> you know, no, it like came a, out over a year ago. I know, but still. Uh, anyways, well, that's, that's fantastic. God damn, that sounds fun as shit. Yeah. Uh... I, I was playing a but lot. But it's still fun regardless, so I'm, I'm yeah. excited to check that out. Uh, I'll say this. I finally beat Spyro 1. Nice. Yeah, super soaked. Got all the fucking dragons. Got all the eggs. Even those ones that took me fucking days. Never played Spyro. It's the... It's the I, I know there's a Spyro collection. resurgence going Go on Go get right it now. right now, Reem. Go buy it. I sw- and you'll pro- you're better at video games. I don't like 3D games. I played Spyro 1 for 15 I need, I need, hours. I need fixed cameras, man. I haven't played a game for 15 hours other than Madden ever. And I played Spyro 1 for 15 hours. And now I get to start playing Spyro 2. I'm so excited. Um, nice. It was very good. You could... Uh... I like how much you're paying attention to how much you're playing Spyro. Well, because it uh, pops it up every fucking time you load. What? A Spyrograph? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, there's um, a direct correlation. Yes. Between 
the rise of gang activity and the decline of the spirograph? <laughs> Think about it. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm done thinking about it. Uh, the uh, did you get anything cool for Christmas? I did. I got some cool stuff. Uh, I, you know what I'm saying. Uh, gentleman never tells, but uh-huh. I, I did get some fun stuff. I uh, had a great time seeing family, hanging out with my nephews, which are very cool because one of my nephews is goddamn 18 years old now. He's a grown oh, man. Wow. What's your big Christmas um, meal? Well, you know, you guys, fake, you fake guys meats, do oysters. Mashed no oyster soup. What the fuck? No, You're no not an oyster soup. Do you think family? we're going to the Cape? No, we're going to Southwest Iowa. They all eat meat, and then I just eat fake meat my, and pretend I'm involved. My mom's side. Hello. It was, it was uh, chili and oyster stew. God damn. That sounds crazy to me. Yeah. Um, I was going to... Oh. Dad's prime ribs and cheesy taters. Yeah. You know what I got? Um, uh, When I got one of my nephews, my nephew Brody, who I think might listen to our show, which is traumatizing. My nephew listens. He, how old's your nephew? Fucking 16. Mine's 12. That's yeah. a little young for this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like my... I, I got second hand that they listen. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. yeah. What's his I name? Kadel. Kadel. Shout out, buddy. I guess Kadel and a couple of his friends listened. Uh, yeah. They thought it was cool. They just didn't get any of the references. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. You know what references they do get, though? <laughs> they get those ones when they're going through those ages. Uh, the, uh, it's so gross. The, uh, but uh, I got Brody. Uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Saves the Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I got him the uh, the first compendium. Pilgrim the first issue. didn't save the world. They fucking ruined it. Thank you. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about, though. The, I got him the hard book of the first edition of all those. Uh-huh. The first issues. Um, and I don't know shit about comics, but I love Scott Pilgrim the movie. And so I got him that, and he fucking loved it. And he didn't know anything about it. He hasn't seen the movie, so I got. Ah, very cool. I, I set him on the movie. Uh, gave my uh, one of my nephews a really cool book about Hamilton, and showed him uh, Into the Woods. The he loves musicals now. So I'm bonding with these Gotta kids. Gotta love being that gatekeeping uncle. That's right, dude. I'm doing it. I'm helping him out. Uh, but so, yeah, that was really fun. Wondering, seeing my, my little baby nephew, uh, or not baby, he's almost three now. Uh, but Jude, I have fun with him. We got him a great book that was like uh, the history of uh, basketball, but it's all like, and it's like a, it's like a cartoon book about basketball, the NBA. And it's like fun, like images of like LeBron. And it's, it's great. It's like NBA. I like when I do that shit. Remember NBA Street? Mm-hmm. It's like that, only a fu- a, car- a book written by somebody who's funny. It was That's really cool. good. Um, and we also got him, of course, you know, oh, Waldo. Where's Waldo book? Those are great. Um, but so, yeah, we had a good time. It's glad to be back. I'm glad to They're see you again. for a little while. Thank you. Uh, then, then there's, I mean, how many times can you reread a Waldo book? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, once you figure them all I out. I want to read the book where I Waldo like... finds himself. Oh, fuck, man. Isn't he called something else in other places? I think in England he's called something else. No, because he... I, no. He's not Waldo. No, because there's a... In the same book, he's in England, yeah, he's in China. but I, you know what I'm saying. He's in, and he's called Waldo sometimes you can the just, entire time. Sometimes you can just know what I mean and give me an answer like a human. Uh, by the way, I want to say real quick, uh, this is our last episode of 2018. We knocked that fucker's ass down. 104 of these fuckers. Yeah, we really... I don't know what the number would be, but... 52 times two. Well, and then last week, of course, we just did a replay of the Sims of the Santa episode. Does that help? Yeah. Does that hurt us? Well, I, I so one hundred and three. One hundred and three. That's right. Uh, but one hundred and four because I'm numbering that because I'm not going to let the fun size numbers. Yeah, get I was worried about that because we too. did that every year. Me too. I'm going to do episode. So episode, you'll see. You already all know this, uh, and of course we know this because we talked about it. Now, you, now we're talking you'll about know, the, you'll log. We're talking about the future when we were talking about the past. Uh, anyways, uh, let's bring in our our fucking. Uh, you know what they say, uh, uh, best for last. 
episode uh, guest oh. for 2018. Let's bring him in. All right. All right. It's WCW NWO Revenge, only on Nintendo 64. Nintendo Power says WCW NWO action is bigger than ever. Fans will eat this one up. Featuring over 60 of WCW and NWO superstars with custom finishes and trademark moves. Four-player battle royal mode with double teaming and more weapons than ever before. Get addicted. Call 1-800-WCW-8661 to order now. Also available wherever video games are sold. Revenge is just too sweet. And we're back. Ooh. What a... What a commercial. What break. a good commercial. God damn. It was the best. It was so good. Uh speaking of the best and so good, uh we have a fantastic guest today. That's right, we do. Uh he's a uh, you guys have seen him at the Boston Comedy Festival in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh maybe you've seen him on your TV, uh Gotham Comedy Live on A Axis. Uh I always fuck it up. Is it Axis or AX? He'll let us know. Uh <laughs> and then uh I think he's a exec there. He'll he knows for sure. Uh and also he makes fucking really great cartoons on his Instagram, which you can just it's just at Dan dot Harumi. Uh oh, it's Dan Harumi. Oh, thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thank you for being on the show. I believe it is Axis TV. Axis TV. Which is, uh, in my opinion, not a great name for no. a TV station. And not correctly spelled, I believe. It does sound like local Axis when you yeah, tell somebody. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So it doesn't sound as glamorous. Can I ask say. you about... I think that's rad. I And also, your set is fucking great on there. I, uh, but I, I wonder, has this happened to you a lot where you tell people you've been on Gotham County Live and then they think you were on Live from Gotham and they think you've been doing stand-up for 20 years? Yeah, it sounds like more of an accomplishment than it is. <laughs> it, I think it's definitely... No, it's still... It's just weird that the name is so similar. Yeah, I think it was because that show was on Comedy Central. Yeah. And then legally, I think they had to change they had to something change the name, else yeah. when they went on Access it TV just, or something. I've had that experience before I realized that. I, I met somebody who was like, oh, I, I just taped... Or, and I was like, what the fuck you mean? You just, Live at Gotham is still on? I was like, don't, then I see like uh, people do that show like in 2002 and stuff, you know? Uh, but I think, okay, that's fantastic though. And uh, great set on there. Uh, Goddamn, Dan, thanks for coming today. Sure, yeah. yeah, heck yeah. And also you brought some snacks. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll just dive into this. Two man. episodes, uh, two guests in a row that brought snacks. That's I'm just right. saying that. I don't and know if we're going to set a precedent. It's all on the same day too. So, I mean, yeah. our snack cup. Oh, runneth over. Runneth over, baby. Yeah. Um, With snacks. Well, now you... Okay, so what do you, what do you got here for us? Uh, well, I stopped by the uh, the Dollar General. Oh, one uh, of our best in, generals. Here in uh, Ridgewood, Queens. Uh, salute to the troops. Yeah, I for suppose. sure. <laughs> you know, that's who should be the attorney general. <laughs> yeah, right. Or whatever, the speaker of the office. You open that fucker. Oh, uh, hold together. your mic for you. Brought some uh, combos first off. I love combos. I know this is a nostalgia thing. This really is. Uh, that's a perfect nostalgia snack for me. And is this the flavor of your choice when you were a kid? Something with cheese, definitely. Definitely, yeah. And, uh, combos, and though. No pretzels or with pretzels? Because as a I kid, think, I didn't want anything to do with the uh, pretzel-y ones. You want to have one right now? I think they all are. Have, I mean, there are pretzels is included in the yeah. combo. Well, we're not an eating podcast, but goddamn, if we get the opportunity, we'll do it. Yeah, but we are a singing podcast. Mm. The thing about combos to me, it's kind of snack. What instantly makes it nostalgic is I only buy these if I'm on like a road trip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So being on a road trip, by definition, it makes me feel young. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm eating like shit and I'm yeah. like listening yeah, exactly. to talk radio. Living and, forever. Yeah. You're in like some random place to live, trying to find a radio station, eating bad food. What is your crumbs everywhere? And it's, if you're on a road trip, what's your drink of choice? Because I have my same reasoning is the same kind of a thing. It's a nostalgia thing. But what's yours? Uh, some sort of 
Gatorade. Okay, or, like a blue Gatorade? Yeah. I mean, just uh, as I get older, I can't go for the sweeter yeah. stuff as much. So yeah. I got to go for whatever the light Gatorade. See, I always go for the bang for the buck stuff for my snacks. Yeah. And, uh, well, for drinks, I'm going to go iced tea. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. But uh, my, one of my favorite uh, snack foods for uh, traveling is like the... Uh, Keebler cracker packs. Oh yeah, oh, you yeah. got like the, the orange, eight, the yeah, orange, one with, orange with peanut butter mm-hmm, or cheese. Mm-hmm. Orange, orange flavored. Yeah. I love getting those from the little bodega on the by my office. Yeah, I like get the those every afternoon. Yeah, or whatever. You uh, can get those for like a quarter. You yeah. get like yeah. yeah. I or like the, the uh, golden ones that are like the generic Ritzes with peanut butter in it, and there's mm-hmm. a six pack of those. I've been getting those forever. Anything where the price is on the package. Yeah. It's so and, good. And hasn't it, gone to other yeah. price. Or yeah. it's one of the things that's 59 cents yeah. or two for a dollar. Uh-huh. Oh, God, You know, yeah. like the hot peanuts. Like, you don't want that 18 cents, do you? That, you little, fucking... that little tube of hot peanuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never I never got into a hot a hot nut. I never like liking... Uh, any, I, I've never gotten into flavored nuts, really. Even, uh, that's such like a when I was a kid, that felt like such old people food. Yeah, nuts. Sort like of. my dad eats like yeah. I don't know, spicy peanuts I, or something. I've always yeah. been in. You play I've always gone for the nuts on the snacks oh. because uh, it sticks to your ribs. Yeah, you know, ah. okay. nuts and crackery stuff. Yeah. Uh, I uh, breads and nuts. Where are you? Where are you from, Dan? Where'd you grow? Uh, originally from uh, California, Northern California. Northern California. Oh, very Ooh. cool. What do yeah. we talk? You get have a lot of it's it's when you were a kid. Is that a California? I think thing? it's like yeah. I think it's yeah. like an ice cream pe- ca- uh, cake. I know. I know what it is. I don't. Is that specifically? A well, thing? one time we had Nasser Khan on the show and he mentioned it, and yeah. now we oh, ask okay. every California guest about. Well, I think like, 100%. I don't know, rice aroni or something. Sure. Well, yeah. Well, that's San everywhere. Francisco though, treat. Like. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, a San Francisco. Yeah. What treat part of Northern bowl? California? Uh, the East Bay, so near Oakland. Oh, so right there near the the yeah, right there. That's is that good. The, it's hit capital. Yeah, that's what we've heard. I wasn't bay, aware. Oh, that's what, yeah. I've had its its before. That's what Nasser said. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't aware. This was like yeah. a cultural. Thing. Uh, uh, well, you're on up there. What do you got? What's your family you got? Uh, what's my family? Yeah, you got oh, a yeah. mom. Uh, you got a dad. Uh, you got a uh, mom and my dad, and my brother is six years older than me. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, grew up in the same little house for the first eighteen years of my life. Nice. Oh, very cool. Lots of uh, combos and yeah, yeah, sick. Obscure. Japanese and what was snacks. okay? So you also brought the Hello Panda. Hello is Panda. That- this is a. Uh, you know what's funny? You mentioned before we were starting that oh, uh, you had like a, a Japanese yeah, roommate, roommate who would, who yeah. would bring like Japanese snacks and stuff back. And as a kid, it seemed like my, my mom was a, as a travel agent, so she goes to Japan a lot and oh, she right. leads tours and stuff. So it was always a big thing when I was a kid, like uh, telling her what to bring me back. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it would be such a like a such a rare thing. But then now, I mean, like I got these at the Dollar General. So you yeah, were, yeah. the well, Japanese also, snacks have become like a, it's a regular You also thing. live in New York City, though. I, I mean, That's and true, maybe yeah. if you live near wanna, San Francisco, it's a similar thing. But I like, want to know more about these, uh, like the Kit Kats over there blow my mind. That's, yeah, oh, all yeah. the different like, flavors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Kit Kats and Pringles are like two of the things yeah. that I've always seen well, everywhere like, else on in the, blogs where they're like, look at these crazy flavors. And you're like, I want a strawberry Kit Kat. Everywhere else in the world is really doing it with, with potato chips. And in here, we're fucking... Yeah. I mean, we're just yeah. barely getting out of barbecue, you know? We're connected to Canada, and we can't make a goddamn good potato chip. Just yeah. the ketchup chips, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, in Canada, that's like their and, national. Uh, mm-hmm. All dressed up. Oh, yeah. Is that the Thanksgiving that, ones? Yeah. No, no. That's oh. that's their most popular chip. What is it's, that? Tell me how they explain it. Uh, all dressed up is like Isn't ketchup that a Rugrats TV with show? barbecue and... Uh, yeah, hold on. I'll, 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 and cheddar cheese You, sir, you let me uh, chime okay. in when you got the answer. I'll talk to Siri. Dan for a minute. Um uh see because growing when uh, when my roommate yuhei we lived in uh southwest iowa 
he couldn't find none of this stuff anywhere. Oh, I mean, wow. maybe there yeah. was one store in Omaha you could go to, uh, uh, but he'd come back with tons of shit. All dressed up as a potato chip flavor popular in Canada, the flavor combines the potato chip flavors of barbecue, ketchup, and salt and vinegar. Oh, fuck. No. I love all three of those flavors, and I like no, all three of those good. chips, but together? They're good. Is it... Is it is it I got one potato chip that's got all three of those flavors cooked into it? Or yeah. is it a bag that no. has three different chips and maybe I no, grab no, one ketchup one and one barbecue chip and one? With all the stuff on the top. People of in it. Canada got stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, yeah, yeah. don't have time to open three bags of that, chips. I got to go. Same thing why they yeah, got that poutine. <laughs> well, they know? don't have to because they're not busy like us. They don't have to go on the streets and riot like we have to do to fucking fix our government, it's you like know? like a Canadian on like ice skates just skating by you. You just got to grab one chip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got time. Goddamn. Uh yeah, that's I I so was that a big thing when you were a kid then is getting those snacks? Yeah, it was very exciting to me at the time. Uh uh I'd always ask for like Hello Panda or there's like a thing called Pocky. Mm-hmm. It's like a yeah. stick with like a dipped in some sort of thing. like a chocolate or a cream. Yeah, yeah, it's chocolate or strawberry or something. Uh but yeah, there was also like a big it's a big Japanese community in yeah. the Bay Area, yeah. so there was lots of opportunities for was there so did you make snacks. it you make it back to Japan a lot growing uh, up yeah I have a lot of family there so when I was a kid we were always going that's awesome yeah yeah uh, my when I was growing up my best friend uh, one of my best friends Alistair, uh it was his mom was from Japan and uh, that was one of those things that was kind of cool because his mom's from Japan. And his dad is like a good old boy from Alabama. Oh, wow. And so their house was the most fun to stay the night at. Because they would have, his mom was, and his mom always cooked. So his mom had like the coolest, like the best, and food that like, I mean, in South Iowa, you weren't getting good Japanese food, even, you know, ever. And so she was cooking really rad shit. But then also he would, his dad would have like ribs going in the garage in a smoker. And so your dinners would be like wild. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it was, I, and so like as a kid, I'm a very picky eater and I still am, but I got like a real affinity for a lot of her home cooking. And then it's also one of those things that just happens where it's like, I don't know if she was a good cook or a bad cook, but I've gone to a couple of Japanese restaurants where I'm like, nah, this isn't what I wanted. Right. <laughs> like I wanted, yeah, yeah. I wanted literally the stuff that she made, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're, okay. So your parents, your mom would go back over there as a, as a travel agent. Are your parents both Japanese? Yeah. My parents are both from Japan and then they, uh, met when they were here. Oh, cool. And so did they, was that, like when you would have dinner at night, were they cooking a lot of Japanese food or was it just kind of whatever the fuck? Yeah. It was a good amount of Japanese food. And then, uh, my mom was always trying to make some sort of attempt at learning how to make most American foods. Uh, Oh, that's cool. Was, did it work out? Like, did your mom make like a really fucking mean, like, uh, Cavatini? Cavatini? Cavatelli? That that's what I was trying to think. The most American thing I could think was yeah, a was cavatini. Sort of really? Yeah. Casserole Mine or something. Mine like yeah. meatloaf or sloppy joes. I don't fucking know. Something with ground beef as the main yeah, ingredient yeah, yeah. is going to be my American. Sure. I think with Japanese food, though, people uh, underestimate how diverse the lineup is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of... Uh, I always say Japanese... The most underrated uh, quality of Japanese food is like fried chicken. Yeah, totally. Totally. Japanese people really do... They've figured out fried chicken. Japanese and Koreans. Mm-hmm. They have got that market pretty locked down now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that sort of thing. I remember Kaori used good, a lot of... Good knowledge to pick up. I'm happy to yeah. hear that. Uh, my friend's mom used a lot of ginger and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and as a kid, we I think we probably had, like, a, a shaker of ginger or whatever, but she had the actual slices of ginger, yeah. uh, the root, and I didn't know what they were, and that's where I made the... I, I thought they were slices of ham, and I made a sandwich... Ah. That was cheese, mar- mayo, <laughs> and then like three slices of ginger. Wow. And uh, the wow. bite into that, I can think of right now. It's uh-huh. the worst flavor because it just killed my mouth. Yeah. I, I can remember once I uh, grabbed a pack of uh, Blue Diamond almonds. 
Oh yeah, they got the. Uh, you love a nut. I do, I do. I I, I am on the record. <laughs> Guilty. But uh, I grabbed a pack of blue diamond almonds, thinking it was a whole natural, you know, super mm-hmm. plain, nothing going on. Oh yeah. But I actually grabbed a pack of the wasabi soy. God damn! There you and go. And then uh, that's an afternoon when you're not expecting it. Like I'll eat the wasabi soy. Yeah. But when you're expecting nothing, and then you get the. When Very intense. No matter what the situation, when you're not expecting a flavor yeah, and you get yeah, a... Yeah. Like, yeah. I, how many times as a kid I would be thinking I was taking a drink of my Dr. Pepper and I accidentally grabbed my mom's root beer and yeah. even, or my mom's Ooh. Coke or I'd somebody's... That, and like you're just milk. like, ah! I got oh, that milk so often, yeah. but it would be my dad's uh, toddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be like, ooh, 7-Up. Yeah. You know? Right. And then go and grab a drink of it and spit it out immediately because yeah. it's... 59% vodka. Sure. Uh, you said your sister is six years older than you? Uh, my brother. 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 That's yeah. that's my sister. Oh, that's why I was thinking it. My sister is the same as six years older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, were the, uh, was he like the gate? Did he help you get into stuff? Was, or yeah, was it good, good, you a good, good relationship or bad relationship? Or? Pretty good relationship. That's it good. was just enough of an age gap that we weren't like kind of bickering. Yeah, not yeah. in competition. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. yeah, Where it's sort of like, yeah, we're not in the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you can't even bicker. And he's just like doing real stuff though. yeah yeah he's what. too cool to hang out with me yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah. totally that's cool uh what were you what was your shit when you were a little kid what was my uh like what were you into like if you were uh mm. saturday morning you're 10 years old what do you what's your what do you want to get up to right away right when you wake up a good amount of television yeah for a long time i feel like yeah. there was so much just unstructured time when yeah I was oh 100 percent. yeah my parents weren't the type to really like plan a bunch of stuff for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there was and, and i was also like always an early riser at the time oh really so i i do end up like weird not even like kids cartoons because yeah. it starts at like i don't know seven yeah yeah, yeah. i'd be up at like five yeah, just, and you're watching like uh, Face the Nation or yeah, some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's the only thing on. Totally, totally. Yeah, Damn, watching, I would like, do that. C-SPAN or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. I watched a lot when I was a kid. Uh, uh, I watched a lot of uh, infomercials that I would like. Oh, infomercials as were so plotted. much better. Yeah, well, back in the day, who the fuck knows? Because we're not watching them today. No, they were. I, well, they, I just number one, they don't have them anymore. Them. But I can just remember uh, they all just seemed like miracle products. Yeah, so I was watch. Like, they were like a half hour long. Yeah. yeah. So there's like a first part, second, you know, it's and, like a screenplay. And they they were kind of like a series where mm-hmm. it was the same pitchman all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like I can remember they had the British guy and yeah. the suspenders yeah. and the guy with the sweater and they like double um, team stuff. And they I like, might be wrong. Look how nonstick we just threw handfuls of cheese. Onto the skillet, <laughs> you're never going to believe how it's going to just come right off. It's like old school show business, though, because it's like a two man act. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. there's like the straight man and totally. there's like the dumb man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> they got to play against each other. It's like Abbott and Costello. Yeah. yeah you there's... got the crazy guy with the product, and yeah. he's like, you're not going to believe how sharp these <laughs> knives are. And then the other guy is like, well, I don't know. I got this block of marble. Damn. Are you really telling me that these knives that I can get for fifty nine ninety nine are going to cut through a block of marble? A boot? The guy who can't believe what's happening. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> well, there's no way you can cut through a boot and yeah. it's still going to be sharp enough to cut these tomatoes because the tomatoes are always the control yeah. on it. Do you guys mm. remember uh, this, the magic bullet? Do you remember this guy? He was British. And he was always in them when I was a kid. Oh wow! Uh, like he was in them, like yeah. in like middle school. His name was Mick Hasty, and his name was oh. spelled the same as my last name. Wow! And and they would show it on screen in like a Chiron because this is this was pre-internet. Yeah. And so it was the first person I'd ever heard of na- with the name with my last name spelled the same way as me. Ooh. Uh, 
And I literally was like, if he can make it, I can do it. You know, if he <laughs> can do it, awesome. I can do it. Because there was James Hasty on the Chiefs, but he spelled his last name. We never had any Reams. No mm. Reams got you. Uh-uh. Is, are, there, are there other Harumi? Is that a no, name you got to no. call? No, Harumi in Japan is usually like a first name. Oh, okay. So you don't see, yeah, So you don't, yeah, you're not running into that too much. That's good. You don't want to fucking have. That's my biggest fear. Somebody named Patrick Casey he starts doing open mics, and I got to compete with that dipshit. You know? gonna, uh, oh God! You know what happened to me? Uh, you know Dan Harmon. <sighs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody thought he, was, he used to write that blog about like TV writing or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It was big, really popular for a while, and somebody, my old like creative writing teacher, thought it was me. Oh no! So I ran into her. She was like, "Oh man, you're really doing pretty good right <laughs> now." It's like, it's like, oh, why? I got a spec script for Community, and you're like, "Oh right. fuck!" That's yeah, got- oh, that's wild. Yeah, I didn't even think of that when it's close. You know. Uh, the, uh, okay, so you got your sister, yeah, you're growing up there. Uh, what was your go-to, what were the shows that you did fucking love? Like, was there things that you were, like, never gonna miss an episode of, you I know? remember, uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, those were, like, early years of Simpsons. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah totally. I feel like I probably don't remember the very first season. Yeah. Because I would have been, like, five, I guess. Sure. But I do remember the Simpsons back when it kind of looked weird. Yeah, when it was yeah. weirder and was yeah, a little yeah. serious. I guess it was more, yeah, it was more, like, uh, melodramatic. Yeah. And I guess hand drawn probably or something. Probably yeah. The first two, those first two seasons are a lot different. It's not till like season three where it really starts finding its humor in the yeah. right way. You know, you can really see that in the clip show episode when they're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. One of the people write in is like, "Is it me or has Homer gotten dumber as the uh, seasons have gone on?" Yeah, and it just shows a clip of Homer in each season, mm-hmm. and like you know, season three is when he's like. You know, oh, look at me. I'm making people happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know? He becomes more of an asshole. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's well, more of a well, sympathetic more, character. Or he, he's, I mean. He was more of a stern father. Yeah. But then he's more, he's kind of like, like there's the years, the, um, uh, later on. And I don't know, I always attribute it to Dana Gould because I love Dana Gould and I feel he's really good at that kind of biting, uh, kind of angry humor. And Dana Gould wrote for the show for like a number of years. And I feel like that's when, like it's early 2000s. Is when Homer was the most mean, when they did the most like darkest jokes and shit like that. Yeah, was yeah, that yeah. period? I I think that's a good period. When he was Often done choking forgotten. Bart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After he was done, well, he became like a scheming guy. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that episode where he does the fucking the grease, the grift. Uh, no, the grease. Oh, yeah, where he's, yeah, he, yeah. It's so good. Uh, okay, so Simpsons was there other th- other shit you were going, you know, getting around to. Uh, I remember always. I always, I never really watched. I feel like whenever I watched stuff when I was a kid, it was always in syndication. Yeah, it was never really. Yeah. I don't remember the, watching things probably when they were on. Plus, you didn't have to, you know. No, I mean, yeah, there there weren't very many like linear storylines. Yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah, going mm-hmm. on, so I could sit down and watch this episode of Who's the Boss. Yeah, and so be even fine. if I'd be watching like Mash or totally, something. Totally, totally. Did you watch like, a lot of Mash? I did. Oh, here goes Patrick. Well, here we go, well, baby. I said something. Welcome. Off. What is this show called? We had a name for this. We used to talk talk and mash or something. Remember that? Hash mash. Oh. We used to have the a mash hash. We used to have a section like of the show where all we did was talk about how great mash was. Really? Um, yeah, I would I'm, do the same thing. My knowledge of mash is not good, but I did watch well, quite a bit of it. You better fake it because we got about forty minutes to go on. Oh That's, yeah. Uh, no. Um, I don't know anything, and he's just making this shit up as he goes. Mash. Along. No, mash is one of those things, kind of like that too, where you're talking about how you don't really when these shows aren't serialized really, but there is things that happen season to season. So I remember watching MASH sometimes and you'd be like, oh, it's a Frank Burns episode. And then later you'd be like, oh, it's a Winchester episode or it's, oh, it's a Colonel Blake episode. Uh But like, I'm not, it's because characters would quit the show or die or whatever, you know? Like, uh, Married with Children is uh, pretty high high ranking on show, uh, the amount of time I've watched it in syndication. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, they have so many different eras in there where it's like, 
oh, Peg's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, uh, Steve, it's a Steve episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And sometimes the, it just looks shittier, too. Those shows, That's oh, yeah, yeah. Too. All those shows evolved so much from the beginning to end. Yeah. Just, oh, like, yeah. The hairstyles. Oh, and so that. much. Like, well, that's why on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that's why... um. Uh, what's uh, Matt got Matt, fat? That's why he got ripped. super fat that one season uh, yeah. because he's like, when you watch TV shows, everybody just gets hotter because they get rich. Yeah, and so yeah. he's like five years, six years in. He's like, well, I'm just gonna get fat as shit in this yeah. season, you know. Oh, and yeah. I thought that was such a funny thing to do, you know, such a funny ploy. It was weird with Mash though at the time when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It always weirded me out about the show. Maybe it was just the fascination of it. Was I can never understand if it was supposed to be a comedy. Yeah, yeah. It still. feels like a comedy, and it feels like it's it's not. It's for adults. Yeah. It had a it had such a uh, that that I, I dramedy is the worst word of it, but it did it was, have that. It was when one it, of the first. Yeah, comedies. It, it was, and when when uh, Alan Alda, the bad word, but you know, it's all we got right. It now. makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. When Alan Alda um, came into uh, he as the show went on, he became more of a focal point of it with yeah. the writing and then the tone and then it started getting more because that's what he was more interested in because he was an actor mm-hmm. and he came from like he came from doing like drama comedy the, theater they should have hired the cheaper version of him uh alan aldi's yeah right uh, yeah yeah you gotta get your quarter you know you <laughs> yeah. get, to get a cart uh but yeah it would have very serious but then like when you look at it years later there's a show like scrubs was very similar where you'd have episodes of scrubs that are fucking bummers but the joke a minute in right. scrubs was harder there yeah, was more the jokes. tone of it felt more comedic or yeah, mash yeah. is like they're in the war zone yeah they're too. in war and people yeah. are constantly there's blood all the time and people are constantly dying and shit so yeah, yeah that makes that sense show or like uh also that show or also something like happy days yeah we're watching it at the time when i was a little kid People don't realize, I didn't realize at the time, a lot of people, I think, don't realize Happy Days is not actually made in, like, the 50s. Yeah, yeah totally, yep, totally. Like an 80s show yeah. mm-hmm. based in the 50s. But at the, when I was a kid, I, this really felt like you just thought it was an I'm older watching show. very, very old television, it and like it's not as bad as... Really good color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It, there's a, I saw a All photo. the other shows from the 50s, they just don't uh, pop off the screen like Happy Days. They're all yeah. black and white. But. I, I saw a photo once, because I thought the same thing. Um, I always thought Happy Days was really from the 50s. And I always thought that um, uh, Greece. I no, I I I didn't realize that Happy Days and Mash were on at the same time, were concurrent, uh, because I knew that they were both things that took place in the fifties, but there were so different tones of yeah. it and stuff like that. And then there's like I remember when I was a kid seeing like a um, probably one of those they were remaking like a this is what ABC was like in this days or something like that, and they had um, the Happy Days cast were walking around the studio and they went onto the Mash set and did like a quick bit. And in my head, I was just like, fuck, this is yeah. their same time period that it's portraying, but also this is just 1981, and they're like, you know, ah, weird. They, then they look like just dipshits from the 80s, you know? It's you know like what's so crazy? weird. Uh, back in the day, they had that lineup, uh, the biggest night of television mm-hmm. in the late 70s was Saturday nights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday nights yeah. were huge. Yeah. That's when like All in the Family and Happy Days yeah. and like all of the biggest, oh, wow. like at, I think ABC had like their version uh, i just realized this because i just i've been been binge watching those uh on netflix they have the 80s yeah, yeah. and 90s which the tv episodes are they're all oh, yeah, really yeah. good but they got tv and music ones that are like really good if you like the for the speaking to our pop culture fans but uh 
Yeah, Saturday night was the biggest night in television yeah. for the longest time, and it's just so weird. Even like, especially since that was before VC, where you had to watch, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, so people would stay in even to back, watch uh, the top shows on Saturdays. TGIF was a big yeah. thing. In, like, yeah, the totally, 90s, so. totally. Yeah, but now it's like that's where they like bury shows. Yeah, uh-huh. that's where you, a show would go canceled. to die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's really well, at weird. least it made sense, like because kids are more of a captive audience on friday nights yeah so if you skew yeah, yeah, your programming to, uh, there's to a thing there's a thing that's uh funny i heard another some other fucking podcast or somebody i was listening to was talking about this that i and it really touched on was about sunday nights anything that was on on sunday nights hmm. how a how it would fuck me up because i was just i didn't want to go to school yeah the yeah. week was over sunday and night's a slow surrender man i think honestly I, it got me thinking about it and i think that might be why i've been so apprehensive about a quantum leap episode is because oh, there's a little right. quantum leap was sunday night and yeah. no matter how much i loved it there's a little bit of like uh, i you know what I, really, I have to go to school the next you know day. what i really remember about sunday night television that was hmm. also when the networks would have their more eventful stuff. Oh, right. shit, like you the network I mean? stars and the circuses and stuff? No, nah, more like the made-for-TV miniseries and movies and stuff. Oh, sure, yeah. So it'd be like, you know, uh, oh, separated at birth. You know, mm-hmm. it's like nearly... North and South. It's like Lifetime-me stuff. Yeah. But for, and I remember my mom was all about those shows yeah. that you would watch. Or they'd have like... The Brady Bunch reunion. Sure. Oh, mm. I love. I fucking love a reunion show. Yeah. I still to this day. The love Stand. Those. I can remember. Ah, yeah. Uh All of those Stephen remember King things. Lonesome Dove. That was a big Sunday, deal. Sunday Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. Wait. What about so the uh, television shows? What about movies? Were there? Did you have tapes or did you? Were there movies you went crazy for? Anything? Hey, here's a movie that I I, I watched like probably a hundred times when I was a kid mm-hmm. and if you played it right now I probably wouldn't even recognize it. Do you guys ever see Three Amigos? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve, I, my parents, I don't know, had just had some bootleg VHS tape of that and that was just their go-to just put it on and let me do a thing. Oh, that's yeah. fun. And so I must have watched that. They told me I just watched it like every single day for, I don't know, years. And, and then recently, I tried to go back and rewatch it. I was like, "What the fuck is? Yeah, what is this? Yeah, it's I like a weird, seen that like, in forever. It's like a satire movie too. Yeah. So there's no way I would have understood it at, at any kind. Yeah, of Yeah, it level. has so many Dude, like meta satire levels. on children. It's yeah, uh, yeah it, they. It's you like a satire no of like a of like a western, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're like mariachis, and they're supposed to be actors that just yeah. It's yeah. so yeah. It's it's it, it's kind of like Tropic Thunder before Tropic Thunder. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they're still think it's an act the entire time because that's where they get like their fake bravado to even challenge yeah. el yeah. guapo and movies at that level when we were that age too movies were very like uh kind of like just a series of vignettes oh, like yeah. i watched yeah. police academy four <laughs> a mm-hmm. billion times but like i don't remember I w- if i watch like you were saying if you put it on yeah. right now i wouldn't i wouldn't be oh, like didn't. Oh, well, I remember the steps of what all yeah. happens in this. We did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, exactly. Not yeah. Not too long ago. And that's all that movie is, is just a series of vignettes. But, but, but Pee Wee's Big Adventure is kind of written that way. Yeah. Right. Please well, Academy yeah. 4 had a 100%. beginning, middle, and an end. I just was well, like, nah, I only like the skateboarding scene. And then I like the part in the van where they're mm, nom, nom, nom. And then I like the air balloon thing at the end, you yeah. know? Well, it's movies uh, that seem like they could be played on cable television with commercial breaks. Totally. And yeah. And probably wouldn't really miss, you know. Oh yeah, that is a thing to this day that uh, I've I've never and watching The Office on television and stuff like that, I've never uh, in I've never liked a commercial. When I was a kid, I hated them. <laughs> I mean, I given everybody nobody likes them. Yeah, but like I just thought everyone was so bad at it. Gotta remember 
<clears throat> when DVR first came along. Oh, I loved like, it. You'd fast forward yeah, to that yeah, shit. Yeah. And then like my dad didn't like it because he's like, no, the commercials are good. It gives you time to take a break and you go get something to drink and go to the bathroom. You pause it, I'm like, pause yeah, pause it, you damn shit. We yeah. buy you a TiVo. Deal with it. I've always been the guy that uh, watches like doesn't finish anything because a commercial break comes on. Yeah. So you're like watching one movie. Oh, and then you flip to another channel. And then you right. forget about the movie that you were watching mm-hmm. because the commercial came on. And then you get you really good watching at watching something else. You ever get really good at watching two things at once? Picture yeah. and pictures or anything. Oh, yeah. I remember when that first came out. Man, it was going to change the world. Ooh. All of a sudden, we're all watching multiple screens. Do you yeah. remember yeah. like uh, say they were showing The Wizard of Oz on mm-hmm. a Sunday night oh, yeah. on ABC so you're going to record The Wizard of Oz, but your job is every time it goes to commercial, you <laughs> got to go up to the VCR right, and yeah. hit pause. Yeah. Uh, so there'd be that little jump the other at the thing commercial break I did love about that was, uh, and specifically with Wizard of Oz, was those were uh, when that event television was happening, before everybody had a million channels and yeah. the internet to like stream and stuff, uh, the next day at school... All we fucking talked about was watching The Wizard of Oz the night before. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it makes me, when it's like ha- having those thoughts where I'm like, I remember that. It makes me Ten feel like I'm remembering something from the 40s. You yeah, know, right, it feels yeah, like yeah. it was a million years ago. Or Ten Commandments. That's just mm-hmm. Easter. Yeah. Every year, ABC starts playing it at like noon. Yeah. Because it's like 14 hours long. That's and, true. Uh, yeah. It's funny, though, for me growing up with like my parents are from Japan. So mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. really have any of these references as the same references as me. So if, <laughs> if I was a little kid when we were watching, they played an old movie like Gone with the Wind. Yeah, yeah. I'd never seen the movie before, and my parents had never they seen no it before. They have no fucking idea. Yeah, my dad's like, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I, that's kind of, I kind of love that idea too, though, of like getting to experience, like there's certain things like uh, Gone with the Wind, I will never be able to watch that with fresh eyes because it's just been so hit at me my whole life. Yeah. yeah. So the idea will be a gr- it's like Star Even Wars. Even if you have seen being, it. Yeah. Yeah, this cast- yeah exactly. I've never how, seen it but I have so much. Yeah. Yeah, this Casablanca shit's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you gotta <laughs> you're like frankly I don't give a damn. What did I I did do that with something <laughs> I did that with something recently though where I watched something that ruled and then I was trying to tell somebody about it and they're like yeah fucking everybody knows that rules you dipshit. But, <laughs> yeah. I, w- but I was like but I realized it finally. It's, yeah. it's a, not a good place to be. Uh yeah uh so your brother being a little bit older than that though did you guys hang out a lot or like no, at home really. and stuff or he, no uh kind of he was like uh too cool to hang out with me sure. probably um but yeah I feel like also at the time we didn't you know there's just one TV in the house so yeah you end up right. just watching whatever somebody's watching and so. did you and where do you have a good relationship with your parents and stuff like that so that was cool? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean uh, my parents like I said the Japanese so sure. they would end up watching late night Japanese television or oh, something cool. so yeah did they would like how would they watch it would they get like tapes or did was there just a cable channel that worked with it that's or? funny it, uh, there's a big Japanese community in the Bay Area sure. so oh, yeah. there'd be like these uh, weird like Japanese video stores mm-hmm. where it's all at the time I had no idea that this would be this was like super illegal yeah yeah but you yeah. just walk in it's just VHS tapes with just like printed labels yeah, yeah. just all white labels nothing has a cover on it yeah and it's all in Japanese, and so my dad would just rent like Japanese soap operas or something. Yeah. What were some of the uh, shows, like Japanese shows, that uh, you really liked? Yeah. Were there any kid? that you got into? Uh, I mean, like when I was a kid, I might I get my dad to get me like Dragon Ball. Or oh, cool! Or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I get. I tried to get into it because it seems like yeah. it would be something I would like because it seemed I don't know video game like. Uh-huh. But uh, I don't know. Were you into video games? I was. Up? Yeah, yeah. Take now, it. Now hold on, Reem. I, I got Can you take a guess of what year you graduated high school? Uh, two thousand two, three, yep. three, same as me, baby. Okay, okay. cool. That's what yeah. I was hoping. I need to get that. Out. We do like to do a guessing game on this show. Okay, yeah. And uh, I need to get that out of the way for the remainder of the show. Go ahead with whatever you're talking about. Uh, so were you getting like 
video games before people? Oh, imported too? video games. Like, no, uh, no, my get, get remember, the jump uh, on people. I'd visit my cousin or something in Japan, and he had like the uh, Japanese version of the Nintendo. Yeah, so like the Famicom and shit. Yeah, the yeah. Super Famicom. Yeah, that's which, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it would be some weird Japanese wrestling game. You're playing that. Uh, what is it? Uh, the Super. Mario 2 game? Yeah. What's it called? Uh, Super okay. Mario... Oh, uh, Doki Doki Panic? Yeah. Like, it'd be <laughs> funny if you knew that as what it really was, and you yeah. go, you're like, what oh, no, the fuck? D- well, uh, that was just always just something you just had no idea about mm-hmm. growing up in America. Yeah. Was, like, the fact that the Japanese had all this stuff way before us. Like, uh, my grandma yeah. had a Japanese exchange student uh, mm. that came and visited... And uh, he had a Game Boy before. Oh yeah, fuck! Yeah, like, yeah. I, I never even knew what a Game Boy. They was. weren't even like announced yet. Then I yet saw here. a thing that looked like Nintendo. Yeah, looks like my Nintendo controller and has a little screen on it. And I remember playing Mario, uh, Super Mario Land, just nonstop yeah. on that thing and mm. trying to tell kids at school, and they were like, "What?" Until like months later when yeah. it came out and my clout was gone. Anyways, when you when you were a kid, was the like I can't I can't imagine the idea of like when uh, Dragon Ball Z took off because if you're the same age as me yeah like all my friends got into it like fresh and we were already probably too old for it but they all got into like my freshman year of high school so like was that weird for you had you already known about that and you're like wait a minute you all fucking like this people stuff? are getting into Dragon Ball Z now yeah I know exactly <laughs> it's, but it just feels like to me like it'd That's... be it, like my all of a sudden my fucking some random ass irish cartoon i watched as a kid because my grandpa loved it if now that's like the biggest thing in pop culture i'd probably I'd be like what the fuck we didn't care about this at all <laughs> so you know? originally from like the 80s yeah i think 80s. it's been going forever yeah yeah, yeah. that show i guess just, maybe yeah that's one of those shows that just it's like scooby-doo i think where they just yeah. bring back new iterations of it it's, yeah. it's, it's really interesting the what's it uh patak and uh jeremy's podcast that's i guess that, yeah, yeah that's for them to discuss jack is shit. a uh diehard oh yeah know? jack comstock yeah he mm-hmm. loves that stuff it's weird i never i just missed it but my best friends love it see i got into the other anime like the more like adult like cool yeah. stuff that they'd show commercials on mtv at one o'clock you mean where like, they show like a vagina well mo- it's mostly like gore related i don't think they yeah. can show vaginas vampire hunter or something yeah. vampire hunter, hunter d. d yeah vampire hunter d was the first one i ever saw yeah, yeah, yeah. huge fan of that that's really badass stuff like uh fist of the north star right right yeah ninja scroll like i remember i got into it when it was just a shelf at blockbuster and then you'd go be like no nah, it's cool it's like uh blood and vampires and yeah yeah i remember too there was like i don't Early 90s, there was some weird wave, kind of like when Power Rangers first came in. There was mm-hmm. a wave of like uh, cheesy Japanese shit started coming in, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ultraman. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Or all those weird Godzilla spinoff kinds of shows. So I remember getting really into those. Wow, well, that's cool. But even that was like, I think that was probably the beginning of me like ironically liking a thing. Sure, yeah. yeah. Being like seven years old, like, all right, this is crap, but yeah. I'm going to watch Ultraman. Uh-huh. I, still, <laughs> I still have so much of that. It's supposed to be bad. There but... are so many things I ironically started watching that I just got a full bore into and I love. And, and you know, I, I connected with so much. Shows like that Small Wonder show, I started watching that and it, as reruns to be like, oh, Ooh. this is a silly dumb show and I love Wishbone. it. Wishbone. Wishbone, yeah. Mm. Wishbone's me, one of me and my, uh, like, bet one of my best friends growing up during the, you know, we'd watch Wishbone, yeah. ironically, and then, uh, by the end of that summer vacation, fucking love Wishbone. Yeah, totally, totally. What I every day about eleven o'clock, I'd be like, "Yo, what's the story, Wishbone?" <laughs> what I uh, you were you said you kind of got into games. What systems did you have? Uh, I had uh, I was a Nintendo guy pretty much through and through. Sure, so sure. I had uh, Game Boy and the old school Nintendo. You got over mm-hmm. there and yeah. uh, Super Nintendo. Did nice. you have accessories for your Game Boy? Uh, 
Did oh, you have accessories? I remember having the one, uh, the thing that, I like the, the, the light. Yeah, thing I, put all on. I had was a simple light. Yeah. But uh, all of the third party accessories that they made for the Game Boy mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Like, you, there were pieces of armor that you could put onto it. So you could turn your already blocky Game Boy into something three times its size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has a built in speaker yeah, and it has, like, you know, the magnifying the, glass. What was the thing that, where you could connect to the two? You know, that fire cord, kind of? Oh, Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. For oh, like yeah. Pokemon. We, we yeah. had that. Is that what it was for? We yeah. had that and we would, they would do it on the bus. And I thought it was cool because you were, like, it was like, the future's here. Like, you yeah, were in two yeah, different yeah. seats on the school bus and they were Tetris watching different or games. Dr. Mario against yeah. each other. Uh, it's, I, I had a Game Boy, uh, but I kind of, um, I, I realized early, even though I was so thrilled to have it and it, I, it was a prized possession, I realized early that I was just not, I'm too dumb. I didn't enjoy uh, that yeah. style of playing. Yeah. Um, and so I traded my friend for a Super Game Boy. So then I still got games for Game Boy, but I would always play them on the Super Game Boy. Right, yeah. Um, which would play on my Super Nintendo. But uh, I just recently watched a video on YouTube uh, uh, just kind of about the history of the Game Boy and stuff like that. And I think of Game Boy games, they're all kind of shitty looking. It's early game because I stopped yeah. paying attention when yeah. they were early games. But like in ninety six, ninety seven, they were putting out games with the Game like, Boy Color. Uh, no, with yeah, maybe the Game Boy Color at that point, but with an original Game Boy before we get to advances and DSs. But they put out like a Castlevania game that looks fucking rad. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. there's another game that looked really good. Their Donkey. And I was Kong. like, I didn't know they could even do that. The Donkey right. Kong was really freaking cool on there too. They made a sh- crap load of levels for it. Yeah, it's like one of the best like late games, and it was kind of built for the uh, Super Game Boy too, oh, where cool. you plug it in and then. Yeah. It has its its colors, yeah. You know, because typically with a Super Game Boy, you'd have to pick a palette, yeah. But there's a few games that if you put it into the Super Game Boy, it's just those are the no, that's it's good. just right, yeah. You know, so you could play this Donkey Kong. Although there was one Game Boy game I fucking loved was the um, Mario Six Golden Coins. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I really liked that game a lot. Uh, debut of Wario. Yeah, that's right. Wah! Yeah. Uh, you guys see the picture going around of Hillary Clinton playing Game Boy? No. no, old school Hillary Clinton. Yeah, it's around. I'm gonna find oh. that. She's, uh, yeah, That's playing Tetris red. or something. One of my. Fi- I'm with her. Have baby. you ever that, seen that the one? Hillary- Look at the old school Game Boy. That is Hillary Clinton yeah. incarnate. In a- <laughs> I really like. And shitty there's here. one of uh, the Fresh Prince. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's sitting I- on the carpet in front of a tube television, yeah. playing Nintendo, and he's got like you know Fuba pants. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, not Fuba. What are those? Uh, Zo- uh, the Zubas? Zuba pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that, great that about that right? picture is she looks so dignified. Yeah, too, yeah, right? yeah. She's yeah. not playing a kid's it, the, the, the The thing that almost makes this not makes it seem photoshopped is that I feel like if like, the real photo would be off. Oh, but it's just yeah. like a who, bit that she's like, like who, nah, take a photo. Like, who made who there, you know? Tetris or the Game Boy? Thank you. What, it's if, like, what if the game she was playing was like... Gore, Gore Vidal or something. Yeah, yeah, it's Gore Vidal's Lincoln, the video game. Yeah, that's great. Uh-huh. Playing them constitutional uh, games. <laughs> the Game Boy was cool and revolutionary, but there were far too many instances of the games on it where they're just like trying, they're just totally out shooting themselves. Yeah. Like mm. I remember I got Mortal Kombat for yeah, Game Boy. Yeah, I had that. It was worthless. First one I had. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you yeah. were still jacked up because it was Mortal yeah, Kombat. Exactly. But uh, uh, the game was not like. I mean, come on. Was- but Tetris, though, fucker, I played that forever. Yeah. I should have just got a handheld Tetris, Tetris game. Tetris fucker. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get that edition? Somebody's waiting oh, for it's the great. straight piece. Ah, yeah, it's, it's great. Tetris buttfucker uh, tournament edition? Really good. <laughs> I uh, remember Tetris Sphere being fucking sweet. I don't know that it was one. one of the million Tetris sequels, but it was you were playing a sphere. Oh. And it was on 64. 
Ugh. But uh, too too smart for me. I got. But you could play four players. When I got my Xbox, it came with Tetris Madness, maybe, and it it, it came with a double ge- game that on this side was Tetris, and then you flip the box, and it was Mace Windu. Yeah. Remember that Star Wars game Ooh, that yeah. was terrible. I like the I like the uh, political story behind the development of Tetris. Oh, I don't know. Where the game owner had to wait until the fall of the Soviet Union to be able to make any money off of his game oh. because he invented Tetris while he was an employee of the state. Yeah. Oh, so fuck. like until uh 88 or whatever. Yeah. Uh Tetris was just owned by the Russians. Damn. And then uh after the fall of the Soviet Empire or Soviet Union. Yeah. Sorry. You Sorry, it wasn't an empire. But uh, oh, I wasn't was, gonna say anything. But, <laughs> but uh, after that, he fucking was like, "Yo, yo, Mario!" Yeah, that game to me, Tetris, when I was a kid, it it felt like work. Yeah, yeah, really? like should yeah. I be getting paid? You or just something? clean everything <laughs> up, and you're like, "Ooh, right. so glad!" Oh, there's more. Yeah, exactly. It itches the scratch of what I like out of a game like that. Uh, I like being in competition remember, against myself. Remember how uh. bullshit it was when you first found out uh, you saw, you played one of those next tetrises and you could like hold a piece and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. you don't even have to yeah, try anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. you can just hold on to a piece uh it's like i'm cheating now. i was playing it one time i was playing tetris i remember that nine it was 1999 the year of our lord so my tet my game boy was old by then you know uh, yeah. but i was still kicking around because i would still play tetris on it all the time and i was in the car passenger seat the day i got kid rocks devil without a cause that's uh, in yeah. the cd player my mom's driving i'm in the passenger seat I'm playing Tetris now. The back of my Game Boy, the the case that holds the batteries, right? That pl- that plastic part that that fell off. The door was gone, and so I was just holding it with the batteries in there. And the batteries, fu- one of the batteries exploded. Oh, uh, which is a thing that used to happen. I yeah. guess so you just buy bad batteries or something. And so I just remember getting that battery acid all over my hands, and it, and it stunk like potato. That's uh, potatoes. Potassium. Potato. Oh. Me. Potatoes. I just remember it smelling like when you cut potatoes that like kind of it's a weird smell it smells like cut potatoes i don't know huh. but that's what the <laughs> the car stunk like that and i remember my mom being like god damn it and then we got kid rock blasting so she's already not a happy wow. you know no mom wants to listen to kid rock that's you know like, uh, except for now yeah now they love him that's yeah. like a super villain origin story yeah exactly right <laughs> well that's also acid on his hands and- that's also why i lost these fingers you guys find out all these years i've only got fucking three fingers on my right hand yeah. i'm just good at hiding it like radar from ash you know mm. about that yeah yeah he's his left hand is uh Deformed. Hmm. Well, I'm glad. You know, it's funny you mentioned about uh, Game Boy games getting. Oh, you don't want to keep talking about Mash, okay? (laughs) Hey, steering. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a bit in the distance. Yeah. No, uh, about games. That was back when video (laughs) games had commercials. Where, oh, the, yeah. where the commercial for the game had to be something that wasn't the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, a yeah. cutscene where it's like Mortal Kombat. So it'd be two guys fighting to the death, and there's fire and explosions, and then they would have to show a clip of the game, and the game is shit. Yeah. But yeah. now it's so, like, now the game itself can be as good as the cutscenes sure, and the commercial sure. for the game oh, yeah. can be the game itself. But back then they had to pretend like Tetris was more than the Tetris first, or yeah. like. Well, the first Mortal Kombat commercial is just like epic. Like they pan in and it's just like city streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's just a bunch of tweens running yeah. down the street. <laughs> like there's a revolution starting and they're all like, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Have you ever seen the uh, Paul Rudd Super Nintendo commercial? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's been. I think it sponsored the show before. <laughs> it probably, uh, probably has. Uh, Tetris around the subject. Short list of greatest uh, music. Uh, if you're gonna uh, yeah. make a Nintendo greatest hits, 
Yeah. Musically, hmm. that that Tetris music is going there yeah. easily. You know, uh, I forgot I was going to say this a minute ago, but the thing you were talking about how the uh, the Russians, they owned or the Soviet Union owned Tetris. Yeah. Uh, you know, Castlevania, the original game, the first game yeah. that was made that they don't really know who made it. It's there's no original creator. There's no oh, specific I think I, I think I heard because uh, when they did it back in the back when they were making games like that, um, poaching game control, game right creators and stuff was such a hard thing. Yeah, so know. they'd all use like nom de plus or whatever yeah. it is. And so literally, it says heard the game that. was created yeah, by cool. a guy named I think it's like Graham, like Graham Stoker or something. Oh yeah, wow! So, and, but then what happened was like it just wasn't tracked correctly, and then so, you know some company was like well we don't know who it is we're not gonna pay him mm-hmm. and so it's weird that like this great franchise that's gone on to make millions and millions of dollars not one now, like one solid cool person TV isn't show, making money you know, yeah. Like yeah, money. yeah 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 it's like bitcoin or something yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah uh it's yeah it's crazy uh when you went on to nintendo 64 then what was your favorite kind of game to play sounds like you had a lot was there are you a first person shooter uh, uh definitely not the first person shooter oh, okay that made me somewhat nauseous from the oh the yeah, yeah that's that's a person yeah, yeah that's around the thing is that I, they made me nauseous but i'd still play with my friends yeah cause everybody because everybody wants to do it and you don't want to be like yeah, what do you want to not play golden I fucking, or something? i fucking hate i hate basketball I, I like nba jam but i hated like 2k live and all those games and uh, uh yeah. the ea game basketball games Played them all the fucking time because it's what my friends wanted to do hey, and I wasn't going like, to not hang out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I loved every time there was a wrestling game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Pretty much from the beginning. Wrestling to so, me as a sport or whatever it is designed for video games. Oh, so true. 100%. Especially those. Are, are we talking about the N64 ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah all those the WCW games. Those games the hold up so beautifully too. Yeah. yeah. Like every time I've picked up paddles for and it's funny too because everybody remembers how to play and yep. it takes about half of a match right. before it gets down to that fucking guessing game mm-hmm. right every time you're engaging so that's what's cool about that game is like every engagement yeah. with your opponent matters mm-hmm. and it's like you got to think well it's, like it's a game too that makes you feel like you're good at the game yeah yes, from the yes. beginning it's not like you have to you don't become shitty at the start you're yeah. actually you can doing like power bombs and backflips and stuff yeah like yeah especially like at that time the other wrestling games yeah, were yeah. like they were closer to like mortal combat yeah you, yeah. Where, like, combinations you had stuff. to like to do a fucking like throw somebody into the rope it'd be like up up down down left right yeah yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and i that's the, the shit i'm too dumb for that kind yeah. of stuff yeah that's yeah, why yeah. i like first person shooters but i like first person shooters like halo and unreal tournament yeah. i didn't like first person shooters like uh, Tom Clancy, maybe that's not even considered first person. That like might be Mortal Kombat. I'm just gonna. Have but it's to a whole stick. different thing. If I'm gonna beat the game, it's mm-hmm. for me uh, jabs. Like yeah. I find out if I stand over here and crouch and jab, yeah, 37 times. They're gonna die. Totally, I totally. Think video yeah. game makers figured out at a certain point that we don't want to have to do all this work mm-hmm. up front. So just yeah. give me the good stuff up front. Totally, totally. Or even like Tekken or something. They realized that. You can just screw around in Tekken, and it looks like you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. especially if you're Eddie Gordo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this move is designed for like you know button. Eddie Gar, yeah, he's the king of all button mashing uh, characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the dancing guy from yeah. Tekken. Oh, I know who Eddie is. Okay. Uh, well, not everybody does. You know, there's yeah. millions of people listening. It's hard for me to do this podcast without that'd be like me doing this podcast not knowing what I have never seen Fern Gully. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, the uh, um, what an asshole. Uh, the NCAA, or WCW NWO Revenge, mm. that was one of the most pivotal games I've ever played because my friends and I would play it constantly, uh, uh, and we would all create our, because you yeah, could change oh, totally. the pair's names, and so then like on my system, 
all my friends are in it. Yeah. Right. And it was great. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's how we were, too. We played the crap out of that, but, uh, the sequel to that, or, uh, which was that one, that was WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. Oh. That took it to the next level because you could actually create players instead of just mm-hmm. changing players. Yeah, over players. And, uh, we all liked WWF better than WCW. Ooh. Mm. So it did that. And then you could also create pretty much every wrestler from the WCW game yeah, into right. it because they saved all the moves and all the taunts. So you'd go find the Ric Flair taunt right. and then make some blonde guy in red shorts. And then you also have Ric Flair right. wrestling The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, were you into wrestling? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, really? I loved wrestling uh, probably from like elementary school through middle school. Sick. I was like super. Okay. Also, that was another thing. I was, I, I mean, like early years of like the internet, uh, I would like, get into like japanese wrestling yeah. oh cool so i'd be getting tapes of japanese wrestling from like japan oh wow are you like a, i'd be like a, i was like i don't know 11 to 12 years old getting tapes in the mail oh yeah, that's awesome yeah. looking back i can't believe my parents that's such, didn't that's think so this fun. Was weird like, <laughs> uh crazy culture too is tapes yeah uh, like wrestling was one of the first like big yeah. underground media oh yeah things where like the tape exchanges were like, and I'd be getting like really shitty, like sixth generation tapes. Yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. all messed up, and yeah, it feels gritty. Did so, you yeah. um? Are you have you held on to that? Are you still into wrestling? Are you one? No, of no, that's because uh, that's like very popular now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, man, I wish I. That's one of those things where I was, I don't know, ahead or behind or something. Sure, it, yeah, I or wish at I the wrong time almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wish I would have. I, I try to get into it now a little bit. I can kind of watch eighties wrestling. Mm-hmm. A little bit yeah, more. I, I, much, I like watching old stuff. Yeah, wrestling is yeah. just evergreen. Right. You know, so you can watch yeah. a match from the eighties and quickly get involved in uh it because you're like well that guy keeps kissing to the crowd and he's pissing me off yeah i yeah. want this guy to whoop his ass yeah i now this is not necessarily wrestling but i watched something the other night that fucking rocked my world uh remember mike tyson holyfield oh, yeah. and he bit his ear off right yeah i watched that fight oh yeah I've seen okay that recently too okay <laughs> maybe you might have a different take than me but first off Holyfield has it coming. He's b- driving his fucking head into his, yeah, the yeah. whole time. Uh, and I'm not a boxing, so maybe if I'm a, if I was, a, if you were a boxing fan, you could explain why I'm wrong on this. Right. Holyfield seems to have it coming. Mills Lane is the fucking ref, and Mills he's not calling fucking Lane. shit. And yeah. the whole first round, yeah, well, Tyson's to, yelling at him and being like, "Look at this! Matches. Look at this! Look <laughs> at this!" Right? He was claymation, goddammit. Yeah. Um. So then, when he finally bites his ear off, he does bite his ear. No one's saying he yeah, didn't he does, bite he his twice, ear. Yeah. Judge Mills. Lane. And then he bites his ear again, <laughs> but he doesn't bite his fucking ear off. He he he. They, and even like there was he a, does. Well, he bites a part of it. I off. don't think he does. He spits I, it out. I don't think he does. I think no, that's he, all Mandela effect. He had to get it sewn on. Nah. I think when they show it on TV, they show it all fucked up, and it looks like it's bit. That is after they've already got fucking um uh they put got they put um stuff like uh, cotton and gauze on it uh-huh. and so it looks all fucked up i don't think i think he definitely bit it he definitely mm. broke skin but he didn't like rip See, a chunk of his that's ear one off of the big differences between mma and boxing and it bummed me is out you can't bite any you can't bite a mma guy's ear off yeah because mm. it's cold flowered to hell it'd break yeah, your teeth yeah yeah, I think, yeah 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 i think tyson <laughs> admitted to it though right yeah i, he, I don't think he fair. but i don't think he literally my whole thing is i don't Did think he, he literally think his ears were his children uh, like, I'll eat your children. I think what I really mean is you eat I think it. Holyfield was and okay now and I'm not trying this is the last thing I want this podcast to be right, is me yeah. defending Mike Tyson. That guy's right. got a lot of bad shit going on. 
But uh, but I was just so like, I think he just bit him a couple times to get him off his ass. And yeah, he ripped. And yeah, yeah. there was blood. It's not as dramatic as they make but it, it sound. Literally, as a kid, yeah. we were at school being like, he bit his whole fucking ear off. You right, know? yeah. That was like, like the mad TV sketch of yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> like, shoot, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the time, it was... Uh, that was. Uh, you also have to remember, too, that like Mike Tyson had just... He was still like on his fresh out of jail. Yeah, Mike Tyson too. Yeah, so. yeah. and I. Yeah. Well, that was like he didn't lose anything until he went up against Evander yeah. after jail because he was fighting people like Peter McNeely. Yeah, and knocking him out. He's like knocking out all those like early mat early fights. Yeah, who was easy the, fights? Who was the guy that he beat? Um, was right it, after prison. Was it McNeely? Was it McNeely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he knocked him out in the first round. Yeah, and I can still remember Peter McNeely got a uh, Pizza Hut commercial. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, I just remember with, for the stuffed crust pizza. There's a reference and it in barely uh, touches him on the chin and he gets knocked out. There's a bullet in Bulletproof. There's an epi- remember that movie oh, with yeah. Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a part where he he gets I'll be k- his ass God. kicked and he says something like God, you're coming at me. I, I went down like I'm Peter McNeely. Must be that line. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, what about that? What about uh, uh, was there any other? Um, uh, if you're into wrestling and stuff like that, who was your uh, like heroes in wrestling? Uh, were was, you like, or was there a certain type of wrestler you you like the high flyers? You like wrestling buddy? I always like the s- smaller high flying kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. like uh. Cabo Guerrero, More like and uh, stuff? yeah, Rey Mysterio, Mexican kind of wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing back. Me too. I liked the that luchador mask. I didn't style. tell much Just later. It feels so much more acrobatic. Yeah. It's like, eh. I didn't until much later. Uh, you know, because in the eighties, it was especially in wrestling for yeah. WWF. Yeah, it was all about like giant dudes. I and think, see, so that's I, like, I was always kind of like, turned Vince off McMahon by that. McMahon buried a lot of like those yeah. like athletic guys that were great wrestlers, right? Until you know throughout the eighties because they couldn't. They weren't like six foot six. Right. Fucking. If you, you know. go back to and watch the older wrestling in the 80s now, yeah. it is so slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pacing Especially of if you watch like, like a Hulk Hogan match. <laughs> yeah. You're What's, like, this is Hulk boring. Hulk Hogan as a character is so colorful and wild. Yeah. And then the match itself, he actually has to wrestle the guy. Yeah. yeah. But, so this is like, we got to stretch this out watch, for 35 then minutes. Then you watch yeah. the smaller guys wrestle and it's a Macho Man versus uh, Ricky Steamboat. For an hour, yeah, <laughs> and they completely steal the fucking show. Yeah. What is the um? Is it uh? Bret Hart the the Calgary screw job? Remember that fight? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's yeah. he fighting? Is it Sean? Uh, HBK? Yeah. Which Shawn those Michaels. are the two kind of guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. That started to try that kind of changed yeah. wrestling in the nineties, the- where like again, yeah, Vince McMahon was all about pushing like the big giant fucking you know right. Undertakers and you know guys like that, and then they started having like great matches being like smaller guys because they both came out of uh tag yeah like when i was growing up they were just it was just the guy from the heart foundation and yeah the guy the from guy the from rockers from... but right. what i want i there was a radio lab because i i was into wrestling as a kid right. but oh, yeah. not like i i watched my all my friends got into wcw those years i was really into it and i watched all the matches right and as a kid i'd watch it on saturday mornings every once in a while and i knew all the characters but i wasn't like i didn't know week to week who won and who was champs right. and stuff but uh uh, there was, I, once this, like, around the beginning of this, like, current resurgence, I feel like it's happening, or maybe it's just because I was in a comedy and I started It's because you're people. in comedy. It's not yeah. bigger than it's been. But, uh, it's just, there was a radio lab all about the, about Bret Hart. Yeah, and yeah. I've always, Heard I always it. liked Bret Hart. 
And they talk a lot about that Calgary screwdrop. So I went on YouTube and I found the fight and I wow. watched the fight. It was like 25 minutes. I watched the whole fucking thing. And then at the end of it, the thing that was supposed to happen didn't happen. And I realized I watched the wrong fucking fight. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Cause they fought a lot. Yeah. I just yeah. watched some random ass other was it, fight. Was it a good one? At least you didn't it watch the fun, Iron Man match. But I literally, I literally thought I was watching this like, historic thing that I just heard an hour uh, yeah, long yeah, podcast yeah. about and then and it was you know, that same feeling where you're like this is just a long two guys fucking <laughs> bumping around you on, don't ever uh, remember the uh, A&E show they had uh, Wrestling with Shadows oh yeah I remember yeah, that yeah maybe I remember that that was the documentary before is that before Beyond the Mat oh yeah, yeah. I remember Beyond well, the Mat it was just uh, it was a documentary produced by A&E about uh, the Montreal screw job oh know? no and it was like one of the first uh, behind the thing, behind the scene things about wrestling that was ever on TV. Explain had. what the what happened there. What didn't they say he was going to win the fight and then he didn't? Uh, they took it away from him in the last. Yeah, second? yeah. Well, I he can't was, remember. He was going to leave right? to go to WCW yeah. after being Brett was WWF for like you know fifteen years. Yeah, right. and being and, a star, and, and a, he was going to drop the belt off. He was going to leave WWF as the champ and then drop the belt, but instead. They, uh, which is a total ego move, and he should yeah. have dropped the belt anyways, but uh, he didn't. He wasn't gonna, and in the middle of the match, they ended the match and made him quit, even though he didn't, and then gave the belt I to uh, HBK. Yeah, to, yeah. And I H- used to like HBK him a lot. allegedly didn't know that either. And then uh, what? Vince gets spat on. Yeah. At ringside, and then uh, backstage, he gets uh, he gets a nice shiner. You can't believe it. it. You can't believe that just didn't that came down to the wire like that. Yeah. yeah. Like they didn't just this couldn't have been a discussion like two days earlier. Mm-hmm. Brett <laughs> Brett screwed yeah. Brett. Uh, they just no, waited no. to tell him until like ten minutes before probably. Or something. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking crazy how I uh, that's the thing that I am very interested in that. Because I that, am very oh, the, yeah. I would rather watch a behind and I think this exists now. That's probably. what I do. Well, yeah. I'd rather watch behind the scenes wrestling right, stuff yeah, than that's wrestling. That's what stuff. half of the network is. Yeah. WWE oh. network, and that's what I do when I get on there is I love all of the behind the scenes. And then of course, uh wrestling has like pot the podcast uh side of wrestling is freaking huge yeah, too. Yeah. So it's all What's that big one? We talk wrestling, is that what it's called? The one that um Vince Avril does? Oh, I don't know. It's a huge LA one. Yeah, yeah. yeah well. But uh, they get a lot of like people shooting the shit mm-hmm. and talking about their behind the scenes stuff that's been like under wrap forever. So you get like Vince Russo being hundred uh, percent candid on like Stone Cold's podcast or whatever. Right. So uh, it wasn't yeah. until like I don't know ten years ago or so where I feel like they really opened up about that. Sort oh, hundred percent. When we were that, kids, they never really would have. Yeah. You never would have yeah, yeah. seen. Well, it's also like uh, because the internet is yeah, so yeah. smart. And like uh, more so than anything uh, in the past, the they can get uh, direct feeds from right. the fan base, yeah, yeah, and then kind of plan their uh, angles and storylines, right, along right. like what Twitter is saying, right, and like they kind of have a better idea of what people want mm. too. So you'll also have like the fa- the uh, superstars get made by like twitter almost right right or like just like what they're doing and catching a buzz like daniel bryan right he got his really big push because they had a better connection with the fans and right. knowing what the fans wanted uh which is we're talking about wrestling and especially wrestling i would it'd be remiss i want to mention uh kath barbadora who did the show uh-huh. uh, a friend of the show she's got a great podcast called wrestlesplania 
where oh, yeah. she does that, and she does that a lot. She inter- she interviews a lot of like young uh, indie wrestlers and stuff like that, and and it's really fucking funny and really good. Um, so yeah, I, I think we should. Uh, I just wanted to plug that before I got done, because uh, I'm interested in that. I listened to um, uh, what's his name, uh, CM Punk. I think he was on maybe uh, Nerdist once or something, and that was the first time I heard somebody in grave detail who sounded like a contemporary of me talk. Like, it's one thing when you see Bret Hart as like a fucking beaten old man discuss stuff, Uh but CM Punk doesn't seem like he's that... I I feel like he could walk in the room and I could have a conversation with him, and it was him talking about how the WWF kind of fucked him or WWE kind of fucked him towards the end and stuff. Hmm. And ex- and him explaining that, and I thought that was wildly interesting. Oh yeah. Um. And then I followed him, and then when he went to U- UFC, I watched that one fight he did in UFC and everything because I was like, oh, I think this is super. In- like I right. I like that. That's the aspect I oh, want to yeah. see. Yeah. Some of that shit's just as dramatic as what they're trying to convey. Yeah. On stage, or they do the shit where uh, what uh, Ed, Matt Hardy and Lita yeah were in an actual relationship, mm-hmm. and then Edge and Lita actually fucked each other behind Ooh. Matt Hardy's back. Wow. So next uh, week, like a month later, guess what the storyline between Matt and Lita yeah. being uh, in a relationship on wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. now they're playing out their fucking... Their real breakups. Their real uh, breakout. Wow. Yeah. And then they have an angle of them wrestling each other yeah that's yeah matt randy, and edge and lita randy savage and miss elizabeth got married on the day i was born oh wow. i'd like to think i had that a part survivor in that. series i don't know guess yeah just december 15th 1984 i, th- I don't huh? think you're right i think so no because they got married at survivor series 88 then maybe survivor they got maybe it was always just happens in november maybe it was just on my birthday it was um but yeah because there's something there because i'm pretty sure they got married at the survivor series with the gobbledygooker mm. the debut of that giant uh Egg, I don't remember that. Well, they had it. I thought you were gonna a, say like yeah. Vietnamese guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't. I there's some connection there. I guess you could have just yes handed me, and I didn't have uh, to fucking Google it. But now I have to deal with the what the answer was. Uh, Survivor Series '88. All right, I'm just gonna. Okay, it's really uh, wrestling compared to most other sports. Uh, it never ends well. Once you get that age, oh yeah, for any of those '80s guys now, yeah, yeah. '90s guys now, it really is. I mean, like for very few select ones, knowing what we know now about concussion protocol and everything, it really is. Like, well, I mean, that's yeah. one of the weird things about Benoit. Is, oh man, uh, you can't like I can't like you have to give a murderer a bit of a break. Yeah, because you're like, oh, he made his money jumping off of turnbuckles, right? And yeah. Headbutting people. Laying on the floor, oh, yeah. so he would do a diving headbutt hundreds of times a yeah, year, yeah, yeah. and uh, then his brain was mush and he killed his family. Yeah. yeah, man. Where it's like just the fact too. Like I was listening to I think uh, Jake the Snake when he was mm-hmm. on Rogan. He's talking about people forget that wrestlers. It's not always on television. Yeah. They, they wrestle like six days a week. And yeah. only like two of those days are televised. Yeah, yeah. This is incredible. They just you know, and not only that, but uh, like the. Uh, it's brain stuff, but really, it's a lot of heart stuff too. Ah, you're just on what, the road, all yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're also doing painkillers, steroids, yeah, painkillers, steroids, and yeah, and and living on the road and like yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever parties are going on too. Right. Here's the thing that uh, I can't find this information anymore, but uh, maybe it wasn't on my birthday. But that's the thing that uh, had popped up once on some fucking thing about the day I was born. Uh, 
here's the thing I have a question about wrestling. Now, uh, that thing you said about how they're wrestling nights that they're not taping and yeah. stuff, are those the same matches? I think so, yeah. That's, that's the thing I've never fully been able to understand, and people have said that, and I... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if uh, Macho Man and Andre the Giant are fighting on well, Monday on Monday Night Raw, and they're fighting on Sunday in Tennessee, and it's not a thing, is it the same night? Are they fighting, and it's just kind of like practice for the taping? I think if it's like a big thing they're leading up to, then they don't do like the big match, yeah. right? Well, they have house shows. Right? I know that, and they get like local guys and stuff like that to wrestle. And well, stuff. not entirely. I mean, they just take the, same, just the same people roster. that would be wrestling on Monday, mm-hmm. but they're wrestling in a smaller venue. And there's no television, and they're just like putting on a show. Yeah, but it's not like adding to the storyline or anything. But it is playing off of the old one. Like, sure, yeah, it's non-canonical. Like you would go to house shows at Vets, and it would just be called Road to WrestleMania. Okay, because and then you know, or you know, SmackDown invades and okay. stuff like that. I they, yeah, they have those throughout the calendar. I think I need to go back and re-listen, or I'll watch it. I think what's on YouTube, the uh, John Rosenberger Pro Wrestling episode, because I could smell myself getting into you could it. A smell little what more. we were cooking. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could, I could get, I could devote a little bit of time to wrestling without going full bore, and I think I'd have a good time with it. Yeah, just pick one promotion yeah. and don't go too yeah. crazy. Um, it doesn't seem like The Rock is uh, physically larger than he was when he was wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how they shoot. Who gets him. out of wrestling and gets bigger? That's wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That or he's just in- not hanging out with wrestlers. He got like into yeah. shape. That's wild. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, Everybody looks bigger next to Kevin Hart. He's got a crazy storyline, and of course, your buddy uh, John Cena. He was just in Bumblebee. Heck yeah, you love yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, goddamn. Uh, well, you know. It really did a number on this podcast. Show enough. Yeah. Nice. Uh, someday, uh, here's what I think. Uh, we should have you back on. I don't know what, but uh, we'll do a, a fun size, maybe about a wrestling game or something like that. Or, or this Tetris was, when they start or Tetris, releasing those exactly. movies. Right. Something that, because, uh, yeah, because yeah, one of this was a, a, a breeze. I, I'm pretty sure they still uh, are making the Tetris movies. That's good. Is that, oh, really? Movies? Yeah. Ugh, fuck, I don't think I even knew that. There's yeah. like uh, um, some story? Yeah. God yeah, damn. I, we don't need to get into that. We, let's, let's, <laughs> let's pass that. Um, Dan, the listeners, uh, the uh, uh, NFers, they love you. Uh, tell them where they can find you on the internet. Uh, I'm on uh, the basic social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, here's what's stupid, though. All of my u- usernames are different. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Because uh, I always end up registering and then re-registering. So sure. I think on Twitter, it's Dan underscore Harumi, mm-hmm. H-A-R-U-M-I. Instagram, it's Dan period Harumi, and then Facebook, it's like Dan period Harumi one. I don't know. Yeah, there's only one Dan Harumi, so if sure. you search, uh, you'll find me. I think uh, actually that's not true. The Dan Harumi original Twitter name, which I should have been on, is some girl in the Philippines. Oh no, who tweeted like once. Yeah. So <laughs> the one who has more than that, you know, I just got could, could. the just the other day. I got an Instagram message. From a, some high school kid named Patrick Hasey, and I just said, "Your name's cool," and I was like, "Oh no!" Oh wow! <laughs> uh, I don't hope that guy's not, it doesn't come to kill me at some point. Uh, where do you listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at Reamcore, R E A M K O R E. Type that into most social media things, unless it's some hip new one that I'm not aware of. Yeah, uh, and you'll find me. You're not on Sarah, haha. Remember that? I don't know anything about that. That was the thing where you say like uh, tell secrets and lies. Are you Gary? And then of course House of Bricks comedy. House of Bricks comedy second Friday, first of one of the M- year. That's coming right. Up. Uh, listeners, you can follow me at Patrick Hasey. That's at P A T R I C K H A S T I E. PatrickHasey.com for all upcoming shows. 
Uh, we got a big-ass year uh, right around the corner. Uh, sincerely, thank you to everybody who's been listening. Um, all you NFers, we had a great year. We really grew a lot as a show. Uh, I think you can tell by the way we just chastise each other. Uh, and uh, we love you guys. Um, get on the Patreon. Give us positive reviews. Tell your friends. Be cool. Never die. And remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Ah. Oh, that was great. Thanks, buddy. That was really good. I was blown away with where we were at in time. I could have just kept that going forever. We were already at an hour. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.